You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. And um, we started a series, a new series of discussion last week. And for this month of November, it's just talking about abundance and money and coming into um, God's right, uh, um, God mindset for us regarding our finances, wealth, and money. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, today's uh, topic is make room, like I said earlier, and uh, we're looking at recognizing wealth creating opportunity. But before we dive straight into it, I just really want to hear from everyone. You know, I don't know at what stage you are currently in life, um, but when you started out, I just want you to share how were you, so what was your view about money? Probably when you started working, or uh, when you, probably your teenage years, when you discover yourself or when you start earning money, what was your view? How were you doing? Do you think you were, were you scared? Were you like, I don't really want to have a lot of this. I don't even need this. Or were you just cool? Were you keeping the money? Were you saving the money? What exactly were you doing? How did you feel about money? As in your earliest memory about money. Do you want to share? Share? Yeah, I like your face. I like fine people and you're so say thank you. Okay, praise the Lord. Actually I still money. I started making money at a very little age. SS2. Now I made my first twenty thousand. So I really wanted a lot of it. And I worked so hard to get it, and I'm still working so hard to get it. So my view of money is still, I still want more. Awesome, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. I want someone else to share again. How did you start it out with money? Um, a volunteer now? Someone to talk? Okay, thank you so much. Your earliest memory about money and how you felt. Um, counting money for my mom, and then she'll give me like one of the bills as my payment because she was a businesswoman. Wow, wow, that's so interesting! That's so interesting. Thank you so much. Um, okay, I think that's so nice. Uh, I think you started making money early, you didn't tell us what you were doing, though. You were counting money, and your mother was paying you for your service. I think I like your mom. She's really nice. Uh, so just to share my own earliest memory, I think when I was a child, uh, I was so, oh, this story scares me. So I started up, um, my, I don't know, I was using the school bag that I didn't really like. And my parents used to give me about like 10 Naira to school. No, we didn't even start from 10 Naira. I started from 5 Naira as maybe lunch money. My mother would say, I should take 2 Naira. My other brother should take two Naira. I had to return one Naira back home. But my brother was really a rascal right from a very young age. He never returned one Naira. Uh, so I think we graduated to like 10 Naira every day. So I was saving my money because I wanted to buy a fancy school bag. And I think I saved about 300. I'm not sure, maybe 180, I don't know. I gave it to my mom and she had that money. So I got a fancy school bag. Not for me. That's so nice. That's so nice as a primary school child. Okay, uh, so when I grew up, grew older, 
I think when I finished um, my, um, so in school I did a bit of business. I was selling slippers, earring, uh, ring, this watch. I was selling all sorts in school, so I was making money uh, because I just felt that I could market, I could sell almost anything. So, and I knew my way around students. So, I was selling something, but that really, I really did not really feel anything about money until I then started to work. So as I started to work, I came from a very, my parents are very, um, they are not too loud. They don't spend more than they earn. They don't spend beyond their means. So they were a bit conservative. And so I, I, I saw that I, I didn't really feel like I should be excessive in my spending as I was even making money. So I would save money and I'll be scared to spend it. I would really, really be scared. So I remember the first money I saved when I had 100k I was really bored and like I can't owe this money I can't keep it I don't want it I just wanted to drop it somewhere and I found a place to drop it because I really just didn't feel comfortable about money okay back to today's story do you like my intro I think I like it <laughs> so back to today's intro make room so we're going to be talking about how and ways we can really, really expand and really have the right knowledge and right perception. You should not be too scared for money. You should not be too, uh, uh, you should not hold all your money like I did when I was in primary school because I needed to get it back. And just the right mentality and the right approach to money. Uh, I will read from Genesis 1, 28 to 29. And um, I want everyone to read. I don't know if it's on the screen. It's not there. Then I'll read from here. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that move on the earth. And God said, See, I have given you every herb that yield uh, seed, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed. To you it shall be for food, shall be for food. Genesis 1, 28 to 29. It says, I have given you, I have given you every herb that yeats seed, which is on the face of all the earth. Uh, I'll start by saying that for everyone that is living here on earth, uh, we are seed being. That means we all have seeds. We carry God's, um, a part of God that makes us fruitful because God is fruitful. He made the heavens and the earth and every, every living being, every one of us as individuals, as individual, we have a seed on the inside of us. And um, um, okay, 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 okay. I'm struggling with these notes. I don't know. Okay, every one of us has a seed on the inside of us and um, we are seedful. And there's a, so there's a greatness in everyone. There's something you can do. There's an ability you have. There's something special about you uh, that is not common or it's uniquely yours. And just thinking about this topic and how I was going to say it, it's about, so what is my own unique seed? What's my own unique identity? What am I, what is something on the inside of me that I felt this is my uniqueness? You know, what was, 
and this is just a bit of it. Like when we talk about the issue of purpose, and a lot of people struggle with it because everybody's like, I don't even know my purpose. I don't even know what I was called for. And then when we say seed, what is in you that is uniquely yours? What's your ability? What has God dropped on the inside of you that can help you, um, that can project you to the world, and you can exchange what you have for value? Because um, money flows in the direction of value. What exactly do you have on the inside of you? What is the seed that you have? And a lot of people struggle. And some people will say, no, I have five. Probably you think, okay, I'm like the five talent person. I have five. And so that people say, I don't really have a lot. Uh, I think I have three. And so people say, I have 10. And they see all this debate around it. About, What's your seed? What do you have? Uh, are you sure of your seed? Uh, um, but everyone has a seed. There's a seed of greatness in each and every one of us. And I really want you to know that. And I, 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 some people might say, already I know that. I know that I'm seedful. I know that God has something for me. But I want you to just hold on a bit before we, you jump to that conclusion. Um, a seed is something that you have and you can deploy to create uh, abundance. Uh, it's something you have inside of you that you can deploy to have um, abundance. Money flow in the direction of value. And I want you to see that way, that money flow in the direction of value. But when you have a seed, so what do you do with your seed? What are you supposed to do with your talent, your giftings, your purpose, your, your divine and unique self? You're supposed to serve and you need a place, you need a space. You need somewhere that fits exactly what you, what you have. Are you with me, everyone? Uh, you need a space. And you need a, a place to, to exchange what you have for value. And a lot of the time, most of us are stuck with, okay, I have this seed. Okay, um, I'm stuck. Like, uh, we are stuck. Okay, the, the, the main reason or the main uh, way that a lot of people feel they can earn is probably what they've studied in the university. And we see that that's my core. Um, uh, gifts I can give to the world or that's how I can serve the world and a lot of people struggle because some people do what they don't even connect with and they cannot even see themselves projecting from there and it's a bit hard because you are not seeing uh, yourself coming into your full identity and you are not working from your own sweet spot because every one of us, every individual has a sweet spot that God has ordained us to walk out from. And that is the seed of God on the inside of you. So if you walk directly from that place, from your place of your core, of your true identity, of your own true seed, you are going to give so much more to the world and to the society around us. So uh, opportunity abound even in unlikely places. And it, 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 it's, it's very important that as believers, we are to see um, our space and to see where God has called us and what God has called us to do in every season of our life and to see that we are seedful, uh, we have the seed of God on the inside of us and there's a space for us to function. So if there's a seed on each and every one of us, uh, there's a space um, that we can also function. Okay, um, okay. I want to read again from. So, 
okay. Okay, let's just go ahead. I, okay, let me read. I want to read from Genesis 12, verse 1. Now the Lord said to Abraham, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your house to, to a land that I will show you. And this is talking about how Abraham trusted God and he was able to move and find a place that was relevant for his productivity, for what God has called him to do and for what God has called him to be. Okay, just looking at how the word view what we do. Uh, value creation opportunity reflects you. Oh, okay. I'm struggling with these notes. Dami, can you give me the one on your phone? It's, I'm not familiar with this. and I'm so sorry, everyone. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Some, okay, there's a value creation uh, quadrant that was created by um, that was created by robots. Uh, I can't find his name here. But Kiyosaki, thank you so much, BWS. And it's, it has four main, um, four main quadrants and just a reflection of what we do and how we serve our society. And the first one is the employee. And it says some are self-employed and some are business owners and some are investors. And I just want you, as we go on today, I just want you to reflect on which of these quadrants, where do you fit in? Where do you find yourself in this, each of these quadrants? Are you a business owner? The seed of God on the inside of you, the way that you serve your world and your society. Are you an employee or are you self-employed? Are you a business owner or, or are you an investor? So... Uh, some people, so we all know that an employee is someone that works in an organization. Someone that is self-employed is actually someone that works for themselves and renders services um, services directly to customers. And we have business owners and investors. Uh, people that do not really maximize uh, the seed of God on the inside of them uh, stay on one particular quadrant for a long time or one particular level for a bit of a long time that they should that they should have been so i know that we are all young people here and most of us started from the employee employee most of us are employee and some people are self-employed and uh, you know before and i used to think self-employed was a bit fancy uh I used to think it was being fancy and it's, it's all cool. You work for yourself. You don't need to report to anyone. But um, just listen to uh, Pastor Godman recently shared and he was pointing out that actually uh, the, the, the self-employed quadrant uh, space is actually where you should not stay long uh, as an individual because when you render service as when you are self-employed, you render service only when you are there. So if I'm a plumber, I can only render my service by myself. Do you understand? If I am, a, I make air, I can only make air for someone, just one person at the same time. So he said that you must easily transition. You must find a way to transition to being a business owner. Because with that, you can make money even while not being there. Because other people are working for you. You have probably 
a, a stylist, um, a big salon when you have stylists and people come in, you don't even have to be in your store all the time and then people work for you and then there is an investor. So an employee can also be an investor, a business owner can be an investor. It's just that you need to find uh, the right environment to put your seat in. Praise God. Um, okay. Now here is it. God wants us to make room. God wants us to make room. And uh, there are two reasons why people struggle to create wealth. There are two major reasons. And that is where we're going to stay. Um, uh, we're going to spend a lot more time tonight. Uh, and the first one is the lack of um, or the lack of identification of seed. And you know, that, that's where I started from, that a lot of people struggle to see exactly what their seed or what they can really exchange for value in this society. They struggle with the fact that what do I have? What is relevant? What can I do? And it's not even a struggle because we all know what we can do. To be frank, a lot of people know exactly what they can do. But then, do we trust enough? Do we believe enough? Are we yielded enough? Are we courageous enough? Are we bold enough? I think that's the major question uh, that a lot of people struggle with or we are not ready to answer because we know exactly what you can do. Praise God. A lot of people do. Okay. Um, the first one. I want us to read a story from the Bible and is in 2 Kings 4, 2 to 7. It says, so Elijah said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? And he said, your maid servant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her. And her son who brought the vessels to her, she poured it out. Now, it came to pass, when the vessels were full, she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man, and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt and you and your son live on the rest. And he says, now may he who supplies it to the soul and bread, and bread for food. Um, and I'm reading another passage, that's 2 Corinthians 9 verse 10. Um, Multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruit of your righteousness. Okay, from where we started from, God did not send anyone empty. God created everyone with a seed. We only struggle to locate our seed. Um, so I agree that sometimes we, we struggle to locate our seed, but I think everyone, I think every mature adult have been able to um, understand their gifting and their talents. So you might not, you might not put, um, you might not be able to say that this is exactly what it is, but you know what you like to do. You know what you're doing effortlessly. But then when you, so the, the way that the seed work in the kingdom is that sometimes we do not even know that this is exactly what God wants to use at this time. And that's what happened with this woman here. So she was stranded and she was about to, uh, a child was about to be taken from her because they were owing a debt and her husband is late. 
And she was just there struggling. But God told her that this is exactly what you have in your hand. He said, what do you have? And she said, this is all that I have left. Also, sometimes we cannot recognize our gifts or it doesn't seem like this is what we yield money or this is what we yield value or this is what someone would want to pay for because it just seems so little or it just seems so mundane. It's just so easy to, for you to do, you know. Uh, I'm thinking of one Monday that people get paid for these days. Uh, people, some people are really, really like to stay in front of camera. And then opportunity for, for being a TikTok and an Instagram influencer happen. And everybody's jumping on it. It looks so, it looks so on, on top. It looks so unreal. You know, 20 years from now, nobody would think this is going to make some people money. But now it's making some people money because it's just like, it's just so random. What do you do? You stand in front of me and you're doing like this. Have you seen some people, some TikTok, uh, uh, TikTok and Instagram, they are just checking their head. Maybe they are advertising a wig and they get paid a lot for it. And it's just so mundane. And I'm not even saying you should do that, but something just seems so, it's so natural to you. And some people can't even stand in front of a camera because they feel, I don't like it. I don't want to be in front of anybody. I just want to be by myself. But this woman had this seed, but she didn't even know that it was a seed. But the prophet told him that this is your seed, and she yielded to instruction, and she had a lot. Another thing is, uh, that affects us as uh, believers is lack of imagination. We cannot even think enough inspiration, exposure, and all these things affect people and makes us not to even recognize our seed. So if you've not been open to TikTok before, you don't even know that this thing exists. People can make money from this thing. Okay, another mundane thing is that, give me an example, what is so random, so basic that people make money from, but it's not really the norm, or it's not really what you think as work. Comedian. This random comedian, you just wake up when you just put your phone in front of you and talk and just make something that is funny, not funny, not so funny, and put a lot of sound behind it. Make it say, ah, oh, oh, and people start laughing. And you make good money. You know, this seems so random, but if you are not even exposed to it, you don't even know it. Uh, people, uh, another thing that also affect us, that makes us not to recognize is that people who do not maximize the quadrant in which they operate are often those who do not recognize and properly dis, um, deploy their gifts. Uh, the devil, I want, to, I want to stay here, but the devil hates seed. And you know all those random things that you think is not really, really important that you do. The devil hates, doesn't want you even to exploit because it feels, uh, when you identify that this is a seed, uh, you are not going to go far. So, for instance, if God has called me, or if God is calling me to be an Instagram influencer, and then I put the camera in front of you, I'm like, ah, I'm not fine. No, 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 I'm not fine. I can't even do this. Look at all other influencers. Look at what they look like. Or God is saying I'm a public speaker, and I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm, I can't even get my tenses right. I can't do this. I can't speak to anybody. What is happening is that the devil is fighting the seed on the inside of you. And just giving you something and making excuses and trying to kill that seed so that you do not believe it. You do not believe it. I was a notorious girl when I was in secondary school. Early years of secondary school. So when, anytime, the class, so I went to a very decent school, a very modest, it was a deeper life school. So all my excesses, they didn't want it. They wanted proper 
children, proper students, and people that will listen to instruction and will sit down. And I hated rules from the beginning of my life. So if you tell me to sit down, I want to stand up. There's just something in me that cannot sit still. And you tell me to shut up, I want to talk because I like to talk. So every time, I, my name will always come out in a noisemaker. And I really wonder that. And then we use the use cane. And I was so used to it. I'll tell my friends, I don't worry, I won't cry. I know. So if a teacher just walks into the class and say, uh, where's the noisemaker list? I know that there's no how my name will not be there. My name will not be just, will just be there because I cannot keep quiet. And I was not made for that kind of life. So, and that, so it got to a time that I became a teenager and I was growing, uh, I was struggling with my weight and a lot of people started to make fun of me and the teacher was, so teachers in my secondary school sexually harassed me and I had all those emotions and I could not even share with anybody. But I know that I was made for so much more. I was supposed to talk in class, I was supposed to share, I was supposed to raise up my hand and talk, but uh, I was now very timid. So when I got to senior year, I was very timid and ashamed of myself. So I was not talking again. I was made to talk, but my junior years, when I was in junior school, I was talking, I was bold, I was courageous, but my senior year, I was shut down because everybody just, everything just seems against me. And that is for someone. There's something in, on the inside of you that God might have placed on your inside, even as a child, that you were nurturing. But as you grew older, people started to shut you down. People started to say, it's not that fun, or it's not that great, it's not that good. And you started to uh, yield to those voices. It's the devil tried to fight against the seed of God on your inside. And it took me a lot of years to get back to where God wanted me to be. Um, but I thank God that I, I later found my voice. So the devil is against our seed. We should always fight for your seed and fight for the greatness of God on your inside. Um, your seed are prophetic and powerful. So everyone, uh, as I said, some things, the things that will help you... The things that were exchanged, you were exchanged for value already inside of you. You just need to come to the identity. You just need to identify. You just need to see it. You just need to come to things it is and agree that this is where I am, regardless of what the devil is saying or how the devil is saying, I do not really fit in into this. Um, okay, there are examples of seed. There are examples of seed that we can sow in every area of our lives. And the first one is obedience. And you come into obedience by trusting God. If you don't even trust God, how do you obey him? If you don't know God, how do you obey him? Uh, this woman uh, had an encounter with Elijah and he told him to do something and he did it. Now tell me, when was the last time, no, I won't tax you again. When was the last time you said yes to an instruction that God, no, just, okay, that God gave you? When was the last time? This evening. Yeah, okay. So when was the last time you said yes to an instruction? Can you remember? Ah, this evening, we have a lot of spiritual people here. Uh, when was the last time you said yes to what God told you to do? Now, now. Okay, but, but, but one thing I've realized is that a lot of people struggle because it seems so easy, and God says, this is what I really want you to do. And there are some things that God has told me to do that I'm like, God, you know that, me, myself, I know that I'm not really that good. For instance, God has told me to write a book. I know the topic. I've written the editing. I've shared the vision with Caleb. Caleb has given me the quotation. It's for me to write it. But I'm like, 
can you even read your sentences? Don't be boss. Stop it. What book are you writing? I'm like, I gotta write it now. She means there will be editors. I'm like, I'm not even sure. And of the past week, I've been asking, so I have a roommate. I've been asking my roommates, even if I write a book, are you sure you're going to buy it? You see, you write a book, I will buy it. She's like, put it in a prayer point. God, you know that wisdom. I'm like, they don't even share vision with people like you. Why are you putting that? Your, it's not that deep. I'm not even thinking I'm ready. Do you understand? But I know that I'm supposed to write a book. I have a story that the world needs to hear. Do you understand? I know it. I feel it every day. And anytime anybody talks about God, I just feel it. It just keeps coming. But am I strong enough to obey? Or am I willing to obey? I will obey in Jesus' name. Amen. But when you say you obey God, is that sometimes God is prompting us to do something. And we know it on the inside of us that God says, I should do this. But we struggle with it. We struggle with it. So obedience, yielding totally to God. How are you, are you willing to drop your Isaac? Abraham said, uh, Abraham had a son and God wanted him to sacrifice it. Was he able to? He was able to because he obeyed. Uh, there's another seed that we can give that is service, kindness, resourcefulness. Rebecca watching Abraham's uh, envoy's camel. You see, this is so powerful because she had, she, she was, she was, she was kind she was a kind person and she loved the fact that she could serve with her seed. And sometimes we don't even know that service is greatness. A lot of people have not even come to understanding that when I serve someone, when I serve a leader, or when you serve uh, in your organization and you serve with everything that you have, it's something they see that you're sowing. So there are some people that have reached out to that I've served and I can see, uh, I can see the fruits of being a faithful steward. You know, just by serving people, serving mentors, serving in, in, in the house of God, serving leaders, there's something that God uh, can do through that, through your gifts and your abilities and your products. So that is exactly what God has called you to be, your gifting, uh, the things that you have. What can you do? What are your unique abilities? One of my unique, I don't, I, I, it's okay, because we are running out of time. One of my unique abilities that I know how to do is to execute. When you give me a template and you say, work with this plan, I can see it. Just give me the plan and put everything I need to do. I can bring that thing to life because I just like to execute. I like to see things being done. It's something I would do just effortlessly because I love it. So where am I deploying these abilities that I have? Because it's a gift. It's what God has given me. I'm supposed to plant it to attract, to give value, to render value. And when I give this uh, service that I have, uh, I attract money. Then there's a seed. Money. Money is also a seed. So when we give and we bless people with our resources, God in turn also blesses us. So we should be faithful stewards also of our money. And gratitude. Gratitude can also be a seed. Being thankful. Just having the right attitude of saying, I do not even, I'm not entitled to this thing or I do not have the right to this thing because some, some people just have entitlement mindset. I think like, I deserve it. I, I, I need to have it. It's for me. And you're not even grateful for everything that you have. So example of C that I've mentioned here today is obedience, uh, yielding and surrendering to God, service, um, our gifts are something we can give. Money is something that we can also use as a seed. And I'm not talking about money like uh, let's sow seed, let's sow, let's sow to God's kingdom. It's about giving with our hearts towards something that you believe in, giving to people, uh, giving to charity and gratitude. Okay, we've talked about seed. 
And it's so powerful that there's a lot that we all have. I know we talk about seed and some of you are trying to remember, okay, these are my giftings, my talent, and I know exactly what I need to do. But another thing that do not make us aspects abundance or that make us struggle with wealth creation is because we've not been able to identify the space we can plant our seed. So when there's a seed, there needs to be a place to put the seed. The seed cannot function in isolation. Your, your seed needs a room. It needs to have a, a space that you need to plant those seeds. Praise God. Okay. Uh, so everyone has a seed and not everyone have a, has a space. We need the wisdom to recognize the space and to maximize the value creation opportunity. And, you know, you can say, okay, I have different things that I can do. Different things, different things, different things. And I don't want you to feel like maybe I can do one thing. What, what do I do really as your, okay, let me tell you things I can do because I cannot ask everybody to share. I love to stand in front of camera. I love to do it. Do I do it well? Or have I been trained to do it well enough? That I cannot answer, but it's something that I can do from Monday to night. I love to have conversations. So I can talk and talk and talk and talk. No, you can't say banter because you're not sure if I'm going to make sense. It's just that I talk. So, so I can talk, but I can really fine tune it so that it makes sense. Do you understand? I can't sell because stop talking. I can market a product. I can sell anything. Just share the vision. Let it be grand. Tell me. People will make money. People, will, I will sell this to you, boss. You make this money. I'm telling you. It's something. <laughs> so I know that I can do this. Um, I can sell something on Instagram. I can. Do, I know that they can do a lot of things, but how many am I really doing? So because I have words, and uh, there's so much more than each and every one of us can do. But what are the right platform for everything that I can do? I also tell you that I, can, I like to execute. I can plan. So I cannot really plan because I can't sit down to put things down. But hand me a template and tell me to work with it. I can work with it. Do you understand? So there's so many things I feel I can do. Then. How am I channeling, channeling all this? What space have I found to really do this? And that's what I want you to go home with today. So there's so many things each and every one of us can do. Uh, uh, um, it's when you press the button, that is what comes out. So if I decide to really focus on my speaking skills, and then I start to read about public speaking, and how to speak correctly, how to speak right, and how to speak to engage, and how to captivate my audience, how to speak all, I really want to be a full-time counselor, and I go to a counseling school, and I really fine-tune all my gifts. Or I see that I can manage events. I can do this properly, and I really decide to do it. So imagine, just imagine if I do all these things that I feel are my real gifts and my ability. Imagine the greatness that will become. And you also have that gift. You have five things, you have three things, you have four things, you have six things that you're good at, but you focus on just one because if you feel it's just to be cool. It's just to be okay. But God is telling you and is nudging you today to make room, to expand, to increase. And it just gives you a sense of a sense of um, a sense of value, greater value for your life and for yourself. Imagine if I channel all this that I've shared with you and I really improve on it and I get better. Imagine what my story will look like. Imagine what people will say about me. Do you understand? It's not even about saying. It's just me being a faithful steward of God's resource, resources in me. 
and just making, uh, ensuring that I'm, I'm resourceful, I'm using everything and every, everything that God has on the inside of me. I need to watch. But I just want every one of us to know that there's a seed of God on your inside and you need to start to create platforms. So I want us to create platforms for all the gifts I've shared. I will come to you. So if you have not shared with you, look at all the gifts I've shared. So create like uh, my speaking gifts. What platform? Where can I function? So I want you to think about that. And then we'll talk about space. So there's a platform that we can use. There's a digital platform that we can use, but a lot of people are not expanding because our mindset are still fixed in a certain position. There's a social capital that we can leverage on mentorship, networking, partnership. My life is a proof of mentoring. I, I've mentored since I was a teenager. I, I give up for mentors that have mentored me all through the years. And these are things you can leverage on to grow and be developing your life. The networks of your leader, the professional association that you can key into. There are marketplace, um, virtual, physical workshop that you can then start to render services. So don't just talk to, don't, don't live a, a cool life. I listen to BWS in the morning, say some of us are just living the cool life. We are not really bearing a burden or carrying something. There's not something pushing you. You don't have a mailing list. You don't have anything. You are not, your life is not scheduled. You, you are just chilling. God, say, God is saying to you, and it's not even for the money. It's for you to maximize the seed of God on the inside. Because when you maximize it, then in turn it will come to you as abundance of greatness. So you can even be rich in people, rich in network, rich in, uh, in, in wisdom. Because as you expose yourself to this, you get better. You become a resourceful person. So I don't want every one of us to just live that cool life and say that this is, I'm just cool. Stretch yourself and increase. And what is that thing that's injuring you from entering into your shift? Is it... Uh, is it old mindset like I had when I was in school? Is it people or is it just your society or you are just uh, not cool with success? You just want to be the same or you don't want even money like I shared when I started. All these are limiting mindsets. All these are, are blessing blockers. All these are ways that the devil is injuring us from going into our divine and our true identity. So I want you to begin to uh, see tonight that there are new territories that needs to be taken, even things that people have not done before. You start to think, what, what do I really want to do that I've not seen being done before? I really want to do a lot of things. What are the things you want to do that nobody has done? What are the ideas coming to your mind? Like, I don't even have example for this thing. Uh, and God, just allow God to yield uh, to your heart this evening and begin to trust God. So, I, I, you know, I shared about obedience and just entering into that because you believe God and you know that God uh, can be trusted. God can be believed. You can, you, can, you, can, you can hold on to God and it's going to come true for you. You can believe what it says and you know that this is true and, and, and this is faithful. And I just want you to begin to uh, pray as we round up tonight, that, Lord, I need you to open my eyes to my seed and my gifting, and I need you to open me up to the space I need to plant my seed. I need you to open my heart. Do you understand? I need you to open my eyes. Holy Spirit, I agree with you tonight that I have a lot that I'm not even using. I have a lot that I'm not even tapping into. Lord, I need you to help me. I need you to help me. I need the grace and the understanding to be fervent, uh, and to be a good steward of all the resources of God on the inside of me. I need to leverage all the grace of God that I have on the inside of me. I need to be yielded to God. Uh, I need to be broken. 
and submit uh, to the precept of God, to the agenda of God for this time and this season. I need to come into the fullness of what the Lord has called me to be. And this is not just uh, about what people will say. It's just about me yielding to God. It's about me surrendering to my full identity, to what God has called me, to the seed on the inside of me. Because I'm seed and I'm supposed to create and produce and expand and be so much more than what I'm currently uh, doing. Now, Lord, I receive grace for more. I receive room. I make room in my heart, in my life, uh, to leverage all the gifting of God on the inside of me. I receive grace. 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 I receive wisdom. I receive the strength of God. I receive the counsel of God. I receive the wisdom of God. And Lord, I receive the wisdom. Lord, I receive the strength. I receive courage. I receive favor. I receive wisdom. I receive strength. I receive understanding. I receive wisdom. I receive grace. I receive understanding. Mandala gada 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 bara de 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 shataya zambra dija koso tombra dija kanda liga do sataya zembro do 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 shatandi lege bo sataya I open my eyes to receive from you. I open my eyes to receive from you, to receive your instructions and to say yes to what you are saying yes to, to say no to what you are saying no to, to be yielded to every season of my life. Ah uh, God, I I surrender to you. I surrender to you and I yield myself completely. Ah, the gebo Santa Liga do Santa Labarat gede de gebo Santa ya. Ande ziga lo soto brodi shakata liga de Santa Libro do 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 bo Santa Begin to tell the Lord, Lord, open my eyes to my unique gifting. And even if you know this gifting, what exactly, where exactly do you want me to put it? How exactly do you want me to serve my world and my generation with this gift? How exactly? What should I be doing in this new season? What exactly? What platform should I leverage in this new season? What are you? What, what are you saying to me? What are you calling me into? What are you saying to me? In the name of Jesus, I receive courage and great favor and receive strength. And Zigalo Shanta Liba Satali Gedeshe Kete Ligado Santaya. Ebrosuto Brodo Shanta Ligado Santa Ligada Shataya. Lord. Anta liga do satali boko sonto riga la bradisha kanta liga de sekente liga do shataya. I yield myself completely to you in the name of Jesus. I make room for more, for abundance in my life, in my heart. I submit to your leadership. I submit, I yield myself. I say yes to your instructions in the name of Jesus. Manda lege bo sataya. I'm ready to put the right seed uh, at the right time. I'm ready to find the right space. I'm, I'm open to instruction. Lord, as you speak to me, I'm yielded to you in the name of Jesus. Satanie Zembrodo Kosutu Bashi Katanda Liga de Shataya Zebobobo Santa Liga da Shatan de Legebo Soto Randa Liga do Soto Brodo Shanta Liga de Bododo Shataya. I yield myself completely in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you thanks and we give you praise. Thank you for this evening. We thank you because your word brings clarity and understanding to us. Lord, we pray that as we go in this wisdom, as we open our hearts to instructions and to nudges and to promptings in our hearts, and as you drop words 
into our heart about what else you want us to do. Because we know that we are sick for and there's so much more we can do with our life. Lord, and for those of us that you've opened our eyes to see what exactly we should be doing, we receive courage and boldness and understanding and the understanding of our times and season to see what these gifting that we have on the inside of us. Uh, we, we receive strength and receive favor, receive God's wisdom in the name of Jesus. We do not just walk as mere men, uh, just um, living life without great purpose and great direction, but we yield ourselves completely to your instructions and we say yes to your word, yes to your will, yes to your agenda in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, everyone. Um, just before I go, um, I said something, and I just want us to answer. I'm really going. Uh, it's just application. You see, when we receive a word, I don't really think of how it comes to us. We just go, and we are not really making um, good use of it. So I want you guys to help me, since we are all friends here. So I've shared some of the things that I love to do. So where are the spaces I can put some of my gift in? How can I leverage it? So I'll drop the mic, and I just want three people to say, okay, you said this. This is how you can leverage it. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. So I'll start with Toyin. mentioned that um, you enjoy counseling people. It's like a one-on-one -on -one thing that you enjoy to do. So I'm thinking off the top of my head that you could actually um, go to a counseling school and then, you know, like fine-tune your counseling skills. So you know. what is the space? Okay, so the space is... So the need in the society um, for the gift of counseling, people need um, someone that can have like real conversations with them, like heart to heart talk, you know. So you could offer your services if you want to do it free, if you want to do it for money, you know, like with churches or like centers, you know, like counseling centers, you know, like um, you could go in, not like therapy sessions per se, but yeah, something along that line. Okay, you said something about speaking, like you like talking in the conversation. So a platform for that is on YouTube. So when you open a YouTube page, you can actually talk, share to people, tell people to help you also to share it so it can reach a lot of people. Just to talk, lead conversations, ask people to ask, to give their questions, invite people over. Just two of you can be sitting down then. You talk about something, like a topic that somebody can learn from. One thing you like and a space you think what you like might be relevant. Your seed and a space you feel you can plant that seed. Okay, let me see. One of the things that has been coming to my mind when you're talking is um, actually I'm a business person. I sell um, vintage, but I don't know how to sew. So I sell men vintage and all of that, but I have partners that do that for me. It's my um, business um, tag and all of that. So now, I'll be going to lane it like many ways like that. Yes. Then Instagram is the best place to sell like now. 
No, yes. So you're the adverts. Okay, um, for me, I think when you were speaking, you talked about the fact that you like to execute. Um, getting a day job in project management is something that you might want to consider um, executing. You know, these NGOs, they like people who are on ground to execute some of their ideas and some of the things that they want to do. For example, some NGOs now want to, this December, they want to feed children, they want to do all sorts of things. So just like find yourself a day job or a part-time job where you can actually get to execute and um, carry out ideas that are in people's heads, for example. So project management is something that you might want to consider. For me, hmm. I have a lot of things that God has been telling me to do, like you. <laughs> um, so there, there are some, even some things that God has told me way back, and it keeps reminding me that, oh, you're supposed to have done this. <laughs> See, people that have started before you, at the same time when I was telling you to do it, people that have started, for example, let me just be real with you. There was a time God told me to start a YouTube channel. That was around like 2017. And people that have started way back then, <laughs> I see them now, I see their channel, I see the way they are making money, I'm like, oh, if I had started then, I would have become like something now. But I'm still stalling. I have, I have a um, tripod stand. Somebody got me a tripod stand. I've still not used this. Maybe God just saw a ring light to me and as a sign to just. <laughs> but really, <laughs> but really, imagine if I had started a YouTube channel at 2017. It would have become at least something. Of which it's not even about making the money off the channel. It's about the things that I know that I'm, the value I know that I can bring to people. So yeah, that is something I should definitely try or obey God in that regard. Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com/lifepointng. forward